0: Welcome to Making America Strong Again, the only program dedicated to inspire you and to inspire a nation, with stories of American exceptionalism and national restoration. Join fellow patriots as we rediscover our past, reignite our future, and celebrate America Now.
1: Welcome to Making America Strong Again. This is your host, Steve Olds. It's my privilege to be with you today from our studios in South Florida. I'd like to thank all of our listeners on the iTunes podcast. Thanks for uh, downloading it and subscribing and sharing it with others, as well as those who find us at patriotpodcast.com and and share the, the message that we deliver on a weekly basis. It's great to have you with us. Over the last few weeks, we've been delving into gratitude gratitude both from a personal and a professional standpoint. We've talked about the idea that many people go through their entire lives feeling as though nobody really cares about them. Nobody's really grateful for what they do or how they do it. We talked about the concept of internal versus external customers, whether you're in a business or no matter what type of organization you happen to belong to, there are people on the outside and there are people on the inside. And if you treat them all as if you really care about them and you find out what makes them tick and you encourage them and inspire them in ways that are meaningful to them, it's amazing what happens. It's Sowing good seed creates great results with people. And in many cases, part of those results creates opportunities for growth. For some people, they begin to understand that there's really more inside them that they can do. And because they've been encouraged simply with a grateful spirit, a grateful heart of the people around them, they begin to sit up a little straighter. They begin to work a little harder. They study more. They begin to push themselves in ways they never had. What's the impact? What's the impact of the organization? But I would submit even more important than the impact of the organization is the impact of that individual and the impact of that individual's family. The impact of that individual's family and their children and their grandchildren, whether they're a single adult who's just barely out of high school, when you encourage people, you're encouraging the future of that individual's life and the people that they will attract around them. We also talked about the idea that sometimes you have to deal with challenging scenarios And how you deal with your scenario, in other words, are you grateful for the challenges you face in your life, will largely determine the outcome of those scenarios. And that's where we're going to camp out today. We're going to talk about the opportunities that you have, the opportunities to be grateful in circumstances that most people look at and don't have a lot of gratitude for. In other words, the challenging times in our life the experiences that you have when you come to a place that may be a crossroad or perhaps it actually looks like a dead end. How do you deal with that? Do you just put on a happy face and keep on pressing? There are some folks that think that just being an eternal optimist will solve things. In other words, I realize, <laughs> I realize I'm at a dead end. I realize everything around me is on fire, but I'm just going to do the happy dance and, and talk to myself and tell myself that, no, that's really not a fire right there, uh, when in fact the house is burning down and everything around you is uh, being destroyed, and if you don't move, you're going to die. So it's generally an idea to deal with reality, but it's how you deal with the reality of where you are and who it is that you work with to help understand the certain challenges that you face and then what you do about it is what matters and that's what we're going to begin to unpack here today i would begin by saying that the attitude that we've talked about in these last several episodes has all been about the attitude of gratitude easy to say hard to do the attitude that you have and accepting challenges that you face is really important so if we begin with the fact that no matter what comes my way I'm going to be grateful for the circumstance, not because of the circumstance itself. I mean, who really wants to get whacked across the forehead with a two by four? That's that's not a lot of fun. But when you accept the fact that I'm grateful because of what I'm going to learn in the process of handling that circumstance, I'm grateful because I'm going to get stronger in the process. I'm grateful because of who I'm becoming. In the process of handling the challenges, now that, that is a whole different way of looking at life. And in the culture that is grandly becoming much more victimized, in other words, people are being taught institutionally and culturally taught to blame somebody else for their misfortune. What used to be commonplace, in other words, taking responsibility for your circumstance is now something we actually have to teach. Because it has gone out of a lot of cultural development, whether that is in the home or in the school or in the workplace. So we have to take nothing for granted. We have to take nothing for granted internally or around us. So we're going to begin with the fact that I, I have to start with the idea that I'm going to be grateful for the circumstances and whether I created it or not, they're my circumstances and I own it. So I own it, and I'm grateful for it, and now the question is, what am I going to do about it? Well, one of the first things we actually have to do is recognize when we're facing a challenging circumstance, and that may sound a little funny, but the fact is that early recognition of a circumstance that isn't just another day in the neighborhood. In other words, I'm beginning to pick up ideas or insights that tell me I'm not on course. I have goals set which also means that we're assuming that there is a path that you're on. If you're just out wandering aimlessly in life and you have no direction, no goals, that's a whole nother conversation. We'll address that another day. But if we're pursuing a career path, we're pursuing a business plan, we're pursuing a degree at university, we're pursuing a relationship, and you're following what you believe is a reasonable course toward that objective, and you You continually find yourself off course. First of all, you have to recognize you're off course. Secondly, you have to say, how did I get here? What did I do that caused it? Is there something that's obvious? And then the question becomes, what's the corrective action? Now, those are very mechanical elements. The attitude with which you take that corrective action is really what we're talking about here. (laughs) I didn't realize I was 50 miles off course when I was driving to my destination. I was talking to a good friend that's been on the program, Rob Teshner, who was telling the story about listening to an audio book one day on a trip across country. And he was so enthralled with the audio book that he missed his turn and ended up being a couple of hours out of his way when he finally realized he was almost in New Orleans and he was headed to Texas or something of that nature. So, Gujo, you can correct me if I've got the details wrong. But the point is, he was so engrossed in where he was going, he didn't even realize he was off course. So – Since he's an eternal optimist and he has a good mind, he decided to enjoy the opportunity to have a couple of extra hours to drive when he had to be in Texas in short order. So that's one way of doing it. But on a daily basis, if we are focused on, first of all, having a great attitude, it's amazing what your mind will come up with when the mind doesn't have to begin by overcoming the funk in your brain. If your self-talk begins with, Man, I never get anything right. I screwed it up again. Man, how could I be such a complete freaking idiot? Man, mom and dad were right. I never would amount to anything. Imagine now, you've got to overcome that mess before you can even understand the challenge before you. Well, suppose you didn't have to deal with all of that because your attitude says up front, hey, I'm on track. I'm pursuing my goal. Yep, there's challenges. And the good news is whatever that challenge is, I'm a little off course. I'm not where I really want to be, but I've already decided in advance I'm going to learn something from it. Now, the good news is once I learn something and I figure out how to navigate that, I don't have to make that same mistake again. Now, if you find yourself doing it over and over and over again, that's a whole nother issue. But if I have decided in advance to be grateful for the challenges and not beat myself up, man, I can, I can get back on course much faster. One of the ways that you can also help yourself in this process, this gratitude process, and I was talking to a good friend of mine this morning about this idea that we tend to be, especially those of us that take responsibility for who we are and what we do and the impact we make, we create challenges and we are typically our harshest critics. We're hard on ourselves. We've got big objectives. We have big ideas. And when things don't work exactly the way that we'd expected them to, we stand right in front of the mirror and say, what'd you you screw up, man? Why, Why are we not where we thought we would be? And it's easy to get down on yourself. And one of the downsides to people who are used to performing at a high level is that this isn't really a conversation I want to have with other people. I don't, first of all, want to tell people that I've got the funk, that I'm feeling like a failure. I'm feeling like I'm up against it, and I haven't really done what I thought I could do. I've let my guys down, especially when you're a leader of an organization. But part of what you have to do is be willing to take a step back, and you have to be transparent with the people around you. You have to be willing to talk about this stuff, which is one of the things that I love most about the guys that I get a chance to work with every day because everybody puts it on the table. We may stew about it for a day or two here or there, but the good news is when we got stuff going on in our lives, we throw it on the table and we talk it through and we support each other in in that way. So it's real important as we go into the break, you begin to think about the people you have in your life with whom you can have transparency. In other words, who can you put it all on the table with and know, A, that you can trust them with your innermost thoughts, and B, that they'll encourage you. They will encourage you to overcome those challenges, and more importantly, they'll help you figure it out. Those are really, really important. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about how to reach outside your circle and find people that can help you overcome your challenges.
0: Making America Strong Again is brought to you by Patriot Mission. To learn more about National Restoration, get free resources at www.makingamericastrongagain.com.
1: This is Steve Schwartz with PDGO.com. We've been in business for over 15 years and have created over 1,000 websites for clients across the USA and across the world. We help our clients have a custom, affordable website, and we teach them personally how they can very easily update the information on their websites themselves anytime they want to without being a techie. Take a look at pdgo.com and see samples of our work and testimonials that clients have said about our service. pdgo.com. Again, pdgo.com. At Surf Pro of Vero Beach, no job is too big and no question is too small. So when fire, water, or mold damage strikes your home or business, call on Surf Pro of Vero Beach at 772-770-0501. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things that matter most are on the line, make sure Surf Pro of Vero Beach is too by calling 772-770-0501. That's Surf Pro of Vero Beach, helping make fire, water, and mold damage like it never ever happened. Franchises are independently owned and operated. Hi, this is Kelly Fisher, a supporter of the Making America Strong Again mission and your local real estate professional here on the Treasure Coast. It has been my honor to serve our community here in Vero Beach since 2003. And with over 1,500 home sales over the past 21 years, it's my hope that you will consider the Kelly Fisher team at Treasure Coast Sotheby's International Realty for all your real estate needs. It's also our desire that every family has a home and every home has a family, and we have partnered with the Homeless Family Center of Vero Beach to work toward that goal. When you buy or sell a home with the Kelly Fisher team, we will make a substantial contribution toward alleviating homelessness in our hometown. To be a part of this great mission, please call us at 772-321-6905.
0: Welcome back to Making America Strong Again, the program dedicated to inspire you and to inspire a nation with stories of American exceptionalism and national restoration. Once again, here's your host, Steve Olds.
1: Well, thanks again for being with us. Today, we're continuing our discussion about gratitude and more specifically about the opportunity that you have to be grateful, especially when things aren't going right. You have an opportunity to grow. You have an opportunity to expand your horizons in ways that you would never experience had everything just worked out perfectly on your particular game plan that you're in the middle of executing. One of the things we talked about is that it's important that you have people with which you can be transparent. And the reason that's important is that the folks that are around you have a huge impact on you. So... If you'll remember, we talked about the idea that you don't want to take on a victim mentality. Well, that also means the people around you that that you are being transparent with also need to not have a victim mentality because what happens if you do? (laughs) What happens if you surround yourself with people that make you feel good, but they help you blame other people or other circumstances or whatever? In other words, if they don't share the attitude of gratitude that you have for taking on challenges, then you find yourself sliding back into a pit of mediocrity with people who would rather blame something else for their challenges. Well, that may mean you got to get some new folks to hang out with. One of the challenges a lot of people have is that they get complacent in their relationships. They just hang out with the same people, the same people, and then they wake up and wonder why it is that they're not growing. Well, you'll find that most people in life, If they're not motivated, if they're not growing, then they're not going to inspire you to do much of anything. So look for people that you can begin to develop relationships with an idea that serving them, helping to sow into their life, bringing value to them, that ultimately the opportunity to develop a relationship that will probably take years to develop can create a scenario where you have new people to talk with that really care about you. These aren't things that happen overnight. You don't grow an oak tree by planting an acorn and then tomorrow afternoon coming out and seeing a big tree. It takes time. All of these things take time, which is why your mind has to be right if you're going to succeed. Life's success requires an attitude of gratefulness. So when we take on the heart of a grateful person, And we start with being grateful for our circumstance. We pull people around us who share that same value. What else can we do when we're attempting to overcome a big challenge in front of us? Well, one of the things you can do is to get a little inspiration. How do you do that? Well, one of the great ways is to go either read, watch, or listen to stories about people in life that have overcome things. It may not have anything to do with your particular challenge, but just the inspiration, the human emotion of doing things that are impossible, doing things that are enormously challenging. There are fantastic stories all over about people who have done things that are just incredible. Reach out to folks. Go do things that you don't normally do. Just kind of shake up your routine a little bit. I'll I'll tell you a funny story. I I do a lot of work on LinkedIn. And there aren't too many folks with the last name Olds, and so I, I ran across a lady by the name of Christina who shared my last name, and so I sent her a quick note. And uh, you never know, there's not a whole lot of old folks running. Around. I mean, there are a lot of old folks running around, especially in Vero Beach, but not a lot of Olds folks. So I reached out to Christina, and uh, we had a nice uh, a, a nice email conversation, and then we got on the phone. And one of the things that I had asked her in, in the email was if she was related to a guy by the name of Robin Olds, R-O-B-I-N. Robin Olds, for those of you that don't know, was a, a very famous aviator. And from the time I entered the service, if I had a nickel for every time somebody asked me if I was related to Robin, I'd be, I'd be a wealthy man. And as a matter of fact, I, <laughs> I got asked the question so often, I just said, yeah, absolutely, he's my uncle. And I really didn't know who he was at the beginning, and then I quickly found out who he was. Well, I just, uh, within the last couple of days, finished his memoirs, and the book is called Fighter Pilot. And I can tell you, whether you like flying or not, that is an amazing, amazing book. The story as a young man sitting in the home of his dad at a place where I used to work place called Langley Air Force Base. Well, he was sitting in his living room as a teenager with his dad hanging out with guys like Eddie Rickenbacker, Billy Mitchell. If you know anything about the aviation world, those guys had just come off some pretty amazing experiences. And he goes all the way through his experiences and tells the stories of things that they overcome that would just... They just blew my mind. It was very inspirational. So whatever fires you up, whatever are places where you can listen to stories of people and you understand the context of their circumstances. Those places can't inspire you. Go to YouTube. If you got a short attention span and you don't want to read a book or listen to a whole 17 hours of book on audio, go to YouTube and find a three- or five-minute video. Go look for inspirational and motivational stories. Look for people that have overcome challenges that you've taken on. Go find people that fire you up, that believe what you believe, perhaps people of faith that have that same strength of belief in God and what it is that you believe, and country, and family. When you identify the things that are frustrating for you, there are an incredible amount of resources that you can go tap into. There are podcasts, thousands and thousands and thousands of podcasts. There are books, there are videos, there are people, there are seminars, there are all kinds of places that you can go. But I'm going to give you a caution. It's easy to convince yourself that you are actively taking on your challenges when you're really just self-medicating with information overload. In other words, you are using the escape of listening to other people's opinions, but you're not really applying it. So you have to balance this process. You have to take on the challenge that you're facing, you have to surround yourself with strong people who are not a victim mindset, who will challenge you, with whom you can be transparent. But you also have to make sure that you are developing a plan to handle the challenge. In other words, it's insufficient just to overload your brain and decide you're going to take a couple years off and you're going to study uh, 20 different stories about you know, great people in history that overcame big challenges and I'll catch up with you here in a couple of years. I mean, you can do that if you like. The odds are that your challenge isn't going to be solved because all you did was just hang out for a couple of years. So if you're going to solve the challenge that you're grateful for and you're going to have the help of the people that you're grateful to have around you who are willing to hold you accountable, who are willing to tell you like it is, who love you and care about you, Then you have to develop a game plan, and that game plan has to be specific. Now, it may be that the challenge you're facing doesn't require a 42-page treatise on how to solve it. That's okay. If it can be solved on one piece of paper, fantastic. And typically, simple is good. I have an advanced degree in making things complicated. I'm very good at making things just ridiculously complicated complicated. Ask Nancy. She'll she'll let you know. We've got a lot of stories. Unfortunately, we don't have much time left on the show today, so we can't get into all of that history. But the fact is, I do like making things complicated. I like imagining all of the different variables. Well, that's very lovely until you're trying to solve a very specific problem. So keep it simple. You can always get complex, but developing the skill of keeping things simple, putting them on a page and just perhaps using diagrams and stick figures and saying, here, let's let's solve this. Also, if you're suffering from the, the challenge of perfectionism, I, I also have, have that issue on occasion, like 10, 12, 15 times a day. I want to get it down and want to get it right before I tell anybody about what my what my brilliant idea is. Here's a clue. Don't do that. that that'll wear you out. Put a plan together. Put your people around it. Let them, let them help you with it. And it's amazing what you'll come up with because <laughs> you won't have come up with it. The people around you who care about you will. They'll help you understand things. And suddenly, voila, you've got a plan in front of you. And now all you have to do is actually go execute it. So imagine now you had a challenge. You chose to be grateful. You brought it up to a few folks around around you. You put it on a piece of paper. You mapped out a solution. And then you went and executed. You got to execute. You got to go to work. And then, <laughs> amazingly enough, you'll solve the challenge that you were grateful for. Now what do you get to do? Find a bigger challenge. Get after it. Solve it. Put some great people around you. And put the hammer down. America needs you to solve a challenge.
0: Making America Strong Again is brought to you by Patriot Mission. To learn more about national restoration, get free resources at www.makingamericastrongagain.com.